episode 63 of Music Raygun. I'm Paul Ciampanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. This is the show where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch video clips about that topic, and if you go to musicraygun.com, you can check out our video playlist to watch all the clips we talk about. Right, Kirk? So right. That's how we do the show. That's the thing we do. Kirk. Yeah. We have a guest. Again? Yeah. Wow. Her name's Isabel. Yay! Oh, what is up? Hi, Isabel. Hi! Um, we brought you on the show to talk about something very special. Hopsicles. Hopsicles. <laughs> That's a callback to our last mini episode. Yeah, that was yeah. so fun when we did that. How many weeks ago was that? Uh, that was a week ago. Okay, so great. long that ago. That was last week. Yeah. So much has happened. Thanks for driving out again. We were different people. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. We're here to talk about something special, but not unexpected. Because if you're here, <laughs> that means we're here to talk about dancing. Oh, oh yes. Dance four. We're here to talk yeah. about it. Yes, it's our fourth dance episode. Yes. I'm so, so honored that yeah. you would have me back for a fourth version of this. These are some of my favorite episodes oh my God, to do. This is a dream. Yeah. It's, it's because so I love how it like extra takes our format that doesn't work for audio <laughs> as a podcast <laughs> and just cranks it to yeah. 11. It just makes it even better. Like now it's so reliant on <laughs> you seeing what we're yeah. talking about that you either have to go to our website. Or you or have to just, just listen to me go, oh, oh my God, and she does that. Right. Oh, she nailed it. And then Marlon slides down the pole and the ladies just go, boof. Oh my um. God, I will never get over Marlon on the pole. Listen to Dance 2 if you want to know what the ladies about. popping in. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch that when I get home. It's very good. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about 10 thick, all new, deep. Dance videos. Thick with two C's. That's right. That's how you spell it. Yeah. It's in the AP style book. They changed it. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, um, We're going to kick it off with one of your selections, Isabel. Yes. Uh, And I have no idea what this is, so I'm just going to hit play. And do you want to set it up before I hit play? Uh, Just to say that this may be familiar to Kirk, as this is um, Jerome Robbins. It's from the concert. Um, I don't know much about this. Other than that this is one of his most difficult performances to date. Um, I've seen so many interviews with primas mm-hmm. who find this, who find the concert so difficult to perform because it requires you to have a genuine sense of humor as well. And an understanding <laughs> of comic timing yeah. as well as like performing and, you know, flexibility and general ballet knowledge. Like, like sheer talent as well as understanding how to be a straight man or a goofball. Would you, I know who Jerome Robbins is and I know what the concert is. <laughs> I mean, you started under Jerome Robbins. Obviously yeah. I know what those things are, but for any of the dummies listening. <laughs> so Kirk will have to back me up on this because yeah. as soon as I start talking about a choreographer, I start second guessing myself, but uh, Jerome Robbins, we have seen his work before on this podcast mm-hmm. have we not we've I seen something that was, was choreographed so. by him wasn't it one of the musical numbers that we watched in two no oh now I'd have to go back and look Jerome Robbins um, he was a choreographer choreographer yes, which uh, I knew he choreographed I believe for the New York City Ballet yeah and uh, I did, think did he, he worked did? with Balanchine yeah um, and then I think he Moved over into some musical stuff for film. 
Did he do Chorus Line? Or is that someone I, else? I think he might have done yeah. Chorus Line. Um, and now I need to I'm almost positive up. he did Chorus Line. Because it wasn't Bob Fosse and it wasn't right. Michael Bennett. I'm pretty, so that's what is making me think that we it's did like, see. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, really I know incredible. Of this. I don't. Very, I don't. I know of this. This, this. very wild, crazy, kind of uh, experimental that works its way out of the traditional ballet sphere. Um, when is the concert from? Do you have oh like God, I don't know. a decade that you know that it's from? I I couldn't tell you. I think okay. it is the. Late seventies, early eighties. Okay, but that is simply because of the style of costume and the filming. Um, the all the interviews that I have seen, they are still performing this. Okay, uh, the New York City Ballet does this every once in a while. Uh, it's a really fucking weird ballet. So it and could be from is... the late sixties, with how weird it is. <laughs> but no, I don't know what Jerome Robbins. Unfortunately, I'm a total poser. So the music of the concert is all Frédéric Chopin. Uh, that is most of what I know about it. Um, uh, and this is just an excerpt from it uh, that is mostly the women. He's moving in exact patterns through time and space. In The Mistake Waltz, from Jerome Robbins' comic ballet, The Concert, we'll see what happens when things don't quite go according to plan. Ooh. I know. Arched. The preparation, the waltz, and the exit. <laughs> the music is by Chopin, and it is danced by members of the New York City Ballet. Am I going to understand why it's funny, or is it all yes, like you are in fully, jokes for ballet people? You are fully going to okay. understand why it is funny. indicative of the way the rest of it will go but currently ballerinas are being carried in increasingly ludicrous positions yes. to carry a human in and it's doing like the scooby-doo door yes. gag thing yes um, but the way that they are carrying these women requires so much strength from both people because they are so illogical and you um, have to carry off that like this is yes. goofy yes Oh, how, so, how is she doing that? They're that? carrying them sometimes completely folded in half and sometimes so straight that it requires insane core strength. So the choreographer, what was his name again? Jerome Dude. Robbins. Because I knew who he was ahead of time, of but course, I forget yes, his name. yes, yes. Jerome Robbins hated dancers? Is that what, <laughs> is that what the... You know, probably. <laughs> was he just, like, punishing them? I mean... Jesus. Uh... The I almost included a uh, Le Ballet Trovadero de Monte Carlo mm-hmm. piece, which is sort of along a similar vein of like ballerinas things going wrong, but it is more ballerina in jokes. Yeah. Um, okay, and then they pose like normal to oh, show yeah. that we're yeah. okay. Yeah. Even though it looks like our backs were all just broken. Yes. And they're like, oh, by the way, we're fine. None of that hurt. So, is it a narrative, or is this just, like, comedy sketches, but ballet? It's sort of both. I mean, because it's things going increasingly wrong, but in, like, very sketch kind of way. So it's just one person doing it wrong, or occasionally it falling apart with more than one person. Um, But also just realizing that it is the kind of humor where you 
you are performing something and something goes wrong and then you have to kind of fix it on stage okay. that just fucking kills me. It's also great because I don't I I don't recall uh, Jerome Robbins being so funny. Any fun yeah, a yeah. little funny. Yeah, you're gonna be like, oh he does like wacky stuff. And I also imagine as a dancer you must be like, thank God I get to do this. Yeah. Like oh, this I is know. actually I can actually just have fun. And watching them shrug at each other and just you know have to remind each other to this part actually I was beginning to like weep at my desk when they were doing their little like formation changes and then they start doing a forward and backward part that made me become breathless because it's just so stupid (laughs) it's like it's all really dumb jokes that I love (laughs) this Um, part where they're going because then they're trying to fix but they're out of they're all out of they're now all trying to fix the problem because they aren't sure who is the problem (laughs) and they come back to it again and then one in in the back is still going and just doing what she's doing she has no idea and it um and then they go back to the same gag of it going wrong and them all trying to fix it and it just like I was gurgling (laughs) um See, Kirk, I like that your take is, oh, these dancers just must, like, be so thrilled to be able to do this. But that's you because you're a happy and fun guy. But I'm sure there are some ballet dancers who take themselves very seriously. (laughs) This would be a nightmare for me. Because I would somehow fuck up the whole thing by actually... fucking up? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Because I would get so nervous. You have to know your own part so well in this because you can't follow anybody else so if there's one time that you forget during the the four signets in the there's nothing around you to calibrate (laughs) like they're trying to end it and they're like they're not sure which way that it should be ended yeah yeah that one in the back which was she's like (laughs) she's switches her arm going nothing to see here I and then they all get carried off in perfect like arabesques which is just it's also great too because the guys are acting like we gotta get them up. They're, they're, they're like stagehands. Yes. Yeah, they're picking them up like yeah. they're mannequins. And yeah. They're, just like kind they're of... absolute stagehands. And then he folded her up to carry her up. It is just so like it's it is the same joke again and again. Yeah. Of just like they fucked this up, but yeah. then there's this weird meta component, which is the fact that they all got put on stage and taken off stage by guys in coveralls. Right. I do kind of want to watch. More of this. Oh, I think it just said that he choreographed that in 1956. Yeah. And the audience goes wild. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah. So there's, uh, yeah, shit going very quietly wrong. As long as I know that I'm not responsible for any of it, really kills yeah. me. <laughs> as long as you're like, I'm not involved. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I would love to think that I would have fun doing that, but I know that I would have a meltdown. This is why I have difficulty on teams and like when I was an improviser. Just mm. I'm so uncomfortable with the idea that like, oh, if I make a mistake, like if I make a mistake doing stand up, I'm just out there by myself. So I'm not <laughs> right. letting anybody down. Right. Like only I fail. Exactly. <laughs> but when you're doing oh, anything on a team like this and you fail. Yeah. I know. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Enough of my psychology. <laughs> no, that's that is 
exactly how I feel. Uh, Kirk, what's your first clip? Okay. Have either one of you heard of Dance Party USA? I maybe vaguely, and maybe only because you've mentioned it on the show before. It's one of the most important shows of my life. (laughs) Uh, Dance Party USA was a show from the mid-80s to the early 90s on the USA Network. USA. USA. And it started out of uh, a local Philly show. Uh, And you look at this show and you go, these kids are Philly. (laughs) Well, Bandstand was Philly too. Yeah. But you look at these kids and these kids are 80s Philly. (laughs) Oh my God. So it became... They throw batteries at (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So... um, and it was basically just, yeah, it was like Bandstand. It was basically a dance show, mm-hmm. like Bandstand or Soldier or anything. And I watched it incessantly. <laughs> and uh, I'll explain more of why it's so important. But this is like early on in one of their shows. So early on that Bobby Brown's on it. This is Bobby Brown sh- shilling his very first single and his very first So album. he's, he's oh. left New Edition. At he's show. left New Edition pre-Don't Be Cruel. So it's what, 84? 586 it's 86. 86. 86 so this oh is the, uh, this is from his album King of Stage uh, the song Girl Next Door yeah which is an okay song I think uh, I remember you saying King of Stage is not good it's not great okay. it's, it's pretty forgettable yeah and uh, that's why you're like that's why he's on Dance Party USA <laughs> um, and you'll look at this and in case you didn't read it don't read it because there's a very famous person who got her start on. Dance I already Party. read it, oh. so you know. I didn't look at the title. Okay, well, I'll show you when she pops I'm up. I'm so excited. So let's hear Bobby Brown and watch a little Dance Party USA. Dancing on it. So you get to hear a little bit of like, because this is behind the scenes. Yeah, like yeah. this is like the studio. Yeah, they're like, come on, clap, applause, applause, applause. And you look at this is you can see Bobby. This is Bobby Brown before he got. Okay, pause. Yeah. Do you know who that is? In the red there. Yeah. No. It's Kelly Ripa. Like Regis and Kelly? Yeah. Kelly Ripa? yeah. <laughs> Wait she, a minute. She got her start on Dance Party USA. Oh, she was like a regular she dancer? She was a regular on the show? dancer on it. Yes. I mean, I never heard of Kelly Ripa before she took yeah, over neither from did Kathy I. Lee. Yeah. Oh, so at the time you weren't like. She wasn't a known no. quantity from the No, no. Show? There is okay. one girl on this that we will pause and go. This was the star of the show, and <laughs> so, I will explain it to so you. So Kelly Ripa wasn't your favorite dancer. At I didn't. The time. She's she's some rando. Yeah. <laughs> I when you said to pause this, I had already seen that it was Kelly Ripa, and I was like, "Why are you pausing before we get to Kelly Ripa?" <laughs> yeah. Because if you had, I, if yeah. you had had me bet money, I would not have yeah. bet that that was Kelly Ripa. She gets some stage time with Bobby. Yeah, as you'll see. Okay. She has a lot of hair. Yeah, I mean it's the eighties. All these yeah. girls have a lot of hair and Kelly. And so yeah, Bobby has a lot of fabric in that blousy shirt. <laughs> that is a blousy ass yeah. shirt. Yeah. yeah, this is Bobby not fully confident. Like, don't be cruel. Uh, and you know, the song's not bad. It's okay. Okay, we're gonna get to this first girl because basically the song is called "Girl Next Door." Mm-hmm. So all girl, the girls one at a time come up and oh dance to him. Oh my god! And you can see that it's like like they were told to. Right. Yes, I'm going to talk about her right now because she's the most important girl on Dance Party USA. Okay, that's her. Oh my god. Okay, that is Princess. Okay. Who was a huge Prince fan and named her real name is Heather. And so, but she went by Princess on the show. Always dressed like Prince, like mysteriously. Yeah. I think at times when she didn't cover her face, she had like a teardrop, like little makeup teardrop right there. 
She was awesome. That's because she killed someone in prison. Oh, yeah. yeah, but she did it to a prince song. Right. Yeah. This chick looks like she just showed up in what she was wearing, yes. and they were like, are you ready? She's like, do I not look ready? <laughs> I've been ready. So you'll see a lot of them be like, they look like they came right out of the mall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really like mall teens. Yeah. And Paul, as an uh, East Coaster, don't you feel like, yeah. I know, yeah, that whole fit, like... You know, we've, we've seen clips of Soul Train from both the 70s and 80s, yeah. and those dancers are like, I'm going to put on my best, yeah. or I'm going to put on a costume, yep. and I'm going to present myself. Yeah. But these are like just kids. Yes, these are exactly. just like kids from around the way. Yep. She's wearing knit. Yeah. There's knits happening on stage. Yes. And she's wearing... A pleather skirt. A pleather skirt and stockings. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they're like it's after school. Like, well, we gotta go do the shoot. Yeah, yeah. But I like that vibe, and it is more. It, it's more like bandstand in the back of the day. Like, yeah, exactly. Where it's all just like teens. Exactly. Teens in like sensible heels too. Like, <laughs> okay, dance. I love it. Uh, I love it too. It's like you can see in the back, the girls are waiting in line to be yeah. next. Yeah. Like, because Kelly's on deck. And she's just like, when is it my fucking turn? Yeah. They're doing the like waiting in line dance. Yes. Where you're just sort of yes. Going now here, watch Kelly. Oh my god. Oh, Kelly shit. just works it with body. You know what? She is going for it. Yeah. She's a little off, but. Oh yeah. She's not, not really dancers. picking up what he's they're putting just, down. No. But she's great. Yeah. She's like, I got, this is my time. I mean, I'm watching her, not Bobby. Yeah. But that's just so much hair. Short socks with the high heels. Oh, yeah. Super cool. It's delightful. Yeah, she sold it. Yeah. Oh, and she knew if she comes down to that other platform, she gets like 15 more yeah. seconds of time. She gets a lot more time. She's going to be on Bobby's level. Uh, and you notice how Princess is mysteriously vanished. What? She's not there. She's not there because she was Princess. Yeah. So I watched this show incessantly for like two years straight. Yeah. By the time I was in college, I didn't watch it. Was it on every day or just every week? It was on every Did day. Did she even try? No, she's not. She didn't care. That's why Bobby's like barely looking at her. Um, <laughs> also, she looks like a mall goth. <laughs> um, oh, there's like Ali Sheedy and Breakfast Club? Yeah. Um, but I, uh, this show has such an impact on me that I wrote a play about it. <gasps> and we performed it in Chicago in 2010. Amazing. It was called Hey Dancing. And uh, it was just about, uh, it was basically, I took it, it was uh, about a teen dance show, but I sat in Chicago in 1986 Ooh. because I love the show yeah. so much. So which um, celebrity did you anger with this play? Oh, <laughs> no one. No one. This was actually, it was actually Ke- very popular. Kelly Ripa. Had Kelly Ripa. I wish Kelly Ripa knew. That would have been great. But I didn't actually even know until like a couple of years ago. I was like, oh my God, Kelly Ripa was on my show? Yeah. <laughs> show that I love? I didn't know that I hired Kelly Ripa. Did I hire? Did, I, did she audition for me? Yeah. Now I'm going to have a low-key fantasy, like if I'm ever in an elevator with Kelly Ripa at CBS, or if I'm like at the Gelson's and I see Kelly Ripa, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like, what's dancing with Bobby Brown? <laughs> like, yes. I always want to ask yes. a celebrity the cool question, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And that would be like... You know, yeah, because yeah. it's not you going, hey, dance party USA, right? Yeah, it's you can dig in a little deeper because you're a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. good call, <laughs> strong move. <laughs> All right, um, let's go back to the 1950s for my clip. Uh, my first Ooh. clip. This clip is from a TV special called Another Evening with Fred Astaire, mm. the sequel to An Evening with Fred Astaire from 1958. Uh, this aired on Halloween of 1959. So that's why it sounds like a threat. <laughs> Another evening. Mm, 
one more. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fred Astaire or trees? (laughs) (laughs) The dancers are Fred Astaire and Barry Chase. Do you guys know who Barry Chase is? I know. She's a dancer who worked with that he discovered around this time and like did a lot of stuff with him. I guess. Okay. Um, I didn't know who she was before I tried to do some basic research for this clip, but this is them dancing to a spoken word record uh, by Ken Nordine. Do you guys know who Ken Nordine is? He of Word jazz. Oh, boy. Oh. No, 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 no. You say that, but Ken Nordine has the best voice of all time. And he would just do these spoken word poems yeah, on record right. yeah. over jazz. Down in Birdland. And it's great. And um, and this is a, a piece of his called My Baby. But it's like, it's the late 50s, right? So it's very beat era. Oh. So it's like Fred Astaire doing a beat thing. This is going to be fascinating. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And I like Ken Nordine. And the dancing is uh, is really hip. Ooh. But like original hip. Ooh. A young gentleman by the name of Ken Nordine has invented a new type of contemporary beat called word jazz. Mm-hmm. He's had several very successful albums. And I've prevailed upon Ken to come here and narrate one of his selections for us. This one is entitled My Baby. This is Fred Astaire at 60. Wow. Ooh. Look at him just turn it He's on. He's just being so I love my baby. And my baby loves me. A short time ago, we went out together to a place called Far Out. This is outstanding. I want those pants now. <laughs> You say he's 60 here? Yeah. Ugh. And he's just, he's so, like, timelessly cool. He's like, yeah, I can kick it with the beats and be... Something special. Not seem like the old guy. And, like, a woman in her 20s. Yeah. But it also seems like he's embracing it, and he's not like, I'm doing this because the kids like this. He's like, oh, this is cool. I'll do something like this. And because it's sort of a similar air of cool. Yeah. Just look at things. His face. With the detachment. This is amazing. I pick my baby up. Oh my god, he's, he's well, well done lifting at 60. I <laughs> like the background uh, performance. I know. So we adjusted the mic and simply said in this complicated way, of course. And this is his special? Fred Astaire's special. So he must have been like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. This is cool. Let's do it. Like, this is so of its time, but doesn't feel dated. No. So, like, the whole record of My Baby is a very audio joke where he's talking about My Baby, My mm-hmm. Baby, and then it's A Baby. Uh, yes. But because it's on TV, like, he's dancing with this woman, so it sort of ruins the joke, but yeah. then she, like, just sort of mouths along to the queen baby. Yeah. So that works. Hello, <laughs> baby. 
<laughs> also, her like super stylized wild dancing in this moment yeah. that also kind of. If that's her voice doing it, it's really. No, weird. it's not. Okay, thank God, because it's, it's really creepy. It's her lip syncing to a baby. Her it hair also, is. Fantastic. It is. It also made me think of in Arrested Development when Buster is doing this like weird <laughs> dancing with the big fake boobs. And that's Ken Nordine. Look at him. Oh my god. That guy came up with word dance. Yeah. Crazy. That he only just died was... this year. He was almost 100. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. wow. It's like Fred's like, that was fun. Yeah. Fred's a cool guy. Yeah. That's Fred gets so... it. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the craziest videos. Um, just of like. It's a Hepcat Fred Astaire. Hepcat Fred yeah. Astaire. Yeah. Was he a monster? I feel like he was a monster. I've like, never heard anything bad about I've never heard of him, but. I, I just mean, always have to assume with those dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like Bing Crosby was a fucking monster. Oh, yeah, I know. He was, yeah. yeah, he was real shitty to his he kids. Was, oh, I didn't know. I know Bob yeah. Hope was an asshole, but yeah. I didn't know that yeah. Bing was. Gene Kelly was an asshole. That doesn't. Um, that kind of like makes sense to me because he's a little more aggressive. But yeah. Fred's Fred Astaire's whole thing was no. just sort of classical. I'd hate to hear that Fred. Astaire I know. Was so I'm. Guy. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying I have to assume for my own safety. <laughs> it's because of the yes. time. Yeah. yeah. That way you can be pleasantly surprised when you're like, oh no, he was awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, on our first dance episode, mm-hmm. but I don't think any subsequent ones. We looked at some Bollywood. That is true. Uh, I have brought back the Bollywood. Yeah, I we're gave you the choice nice. of what we were going to do because both clips that I had chosen, um, and I'm pretty glad you chose this one, to be honest, because the other one is funny, but it's not funny for the whole time. Yeah. Um, this is, so one was from a sort of cool, on the indie spectrum, side of the spectrum for Bollywood films, and the other is very much like, box office smash mm-hmm. but both of them star um, one of the highest paid Bollywood actors uh, Rithik Roshan who is very tall and very light skinned has very very light eyes and is very beautiful and has great hair so he's just this like gorgeous wonder um, and I am I mean he's just he's so gorgeous again so I have to assume that he's a terrible person um, <laughs> To protect myself. Uh, I discovered this film when I first moved to Los Angeles and I had uh, a ton of mosquito bites all over my feet and I couldn't walk. And so I was just sat with my laptop and I couldn't move because I couldn't put my feet down. And I just watched Bollywood films because they're so long. <laughs> and so it was like the longest way to spend my time before I was able to just like go to sleep yeah. and take Benadryl for my feet. And this one was directed by a woman it's relatively recent and it is a coming of age film called and I'm going to butcher this Zindagi Namilegi Dobara uh, which means basically uh, oh, fuck, I'm gonna fuck this as up. far as I'm concerned you pronounced it yeah perfectly. I thought that was spot on and it's, I'm an expert it is it's basically saying like that there might not be another chance like there might not be another mm-hmm. tomorrow so like you have to Sort of take a chance. YOLO. YOLO, basically. Um, <laughs> and so it's it's three guys doing all these exciting things around the world mm-hmm. for one of their bachelor parties. They were like learning things about themselves. And it is actually kind of a cool film. So I would say if what turns you off about Bollywood films is the like sort of unbelievable parts of it, mm-hmm. this is a more accessible one. 
Uh, and you can definitely tell that it was directed by a woman because mm-hmm. it is just a lot cooler in that respect. Uh, but it's very dreamy. And this is a dance sequence that takes place when they are in Spain. And I believe they're there for the running of the bulls. Mm-hmm. For the bachelor party. For, they all get to choose one extreme thing that they have to, and the other two have to do it. And so they do like um, uh, scuba diving, even though one of them is super mm-hmm. afraid of swimming. Um but it's okay because he falls in love with like the sexy scuba instructor. Correct, running of the bulls. Um, and then skydiving. I thought I was hoping you were going to say murder. Yeah, <laughs> murder a hobo. Um, yeah, bum fights. Yeah. Uh, the second one is skydiving, and the third one is the running of the bulls. And so they're in Spain, and they are watching a local um, flamenco performance mm-hmm. that then sort of melds into uh, a Bollywood number. So um, Spanish dancing by way of Bollywood. By way oh, of wow. Bollywood. Yeah. And so the mix of it is super cool. And also the guys are generally... Hrithik Roshan is an amazing dancer, which you will notice very much the like um, uh, like big, wide like kicks and like very, very agile for such a tall guy. Mm-hmm. The other two are like, fine. <laughs> um, okay. But he's great. Would you classify him as... A dancer who can act or an actor who can dance? Or is it not fair to pigeonhole him either way? He can do both equally. Because he is so often acting in a language that I don't speak, it is occasionally difficult for me to judge that. Fair point. Because I don't feel like I can... Yeah. Like, it necessarily comes through in the translation. Um, I think he's great. He's sort of goofy. Um, He always seems a bit goofy even in his, like, smoldering rules of which he has many mm-hmm. because he's so sexy um <laughs> but i think he is an actor who can dance um he reminds me it's very much the like he would have been the darling of like um fuck who choreographed west side story wasn't it jerome robbins was it jerome robbins wasn't it so. no it wasn't, it wasn't Fosse. Fosse. Yeah, um like very much like big flailing limbs and like leaps and mm. shit like that very athletic um, and I can't help you with translations on anything, so don't ask me. Because it, it's in Spanish, and sometimes you just have to let art uh, flow. Yeah, we'll understand it through the dance. And yeah, they're they're a little okay. drunk. The guy in the middle in the flashing glasses is Hrithik Roshan. And this is a, 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 I guess, a semi-famous Spanish singer. I don't know. Uh, and the, by, the guys are starting to invade the performance here in the little village square. So they're just these drunk Indian tourists who are yep. being rude. And they're all just saying how beautiful she is, I'm assuming. Oh, are they going to get away with it? This is your dude right here yep. on the left? He's so muscly. <laughs> One of us, one of <laughs> us. Yep. Goblin, goblin, we accept her. Oh, but not too much. Yes. Don't get handsy now. So yeah, guy in the middle. Just look how easy and graceful yeah. he is with it for a guy who is fucking hench. He yeah. is so jacked. And wearing he's, he's definitely better than the other two. Yeah. You can there's a huge difference. Really the guy in the white pants is like 
fine. The guy in the red is strong. The, red, the red's always like a, a, a be fine. Yeah. Oh, and now we have other sexy ladies. Um, I mean, holy God, he's good looking. Yeah, he's he hunky. He's so beautiful. It's like John Stamos. Oh. John Stamos wishes he was <laughs> Honestly, I think he looks like if... If Nick Cage had a dream where he looked like John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's good. He's so great. Yeah. And look at how they just blow his shirt up at the end. Oh, yeah. They do the that. Of his yeah, that's, the yeah. money, that's the money shot. <laughs> Whoosh. They need, to see, they need to see the six pack. That was definitely added in post. I mean. He's. Yeah, no, he's just so fine. And it, this is just such a cute little yeah, this is nice. sequence. Like. You can tell they've made it easy enough for the people who can't dance. Yes, but it's but still fun. It's fun and graceful, and you have all the great costumes, and the it's, whole, like, big dance sequence is very Bollywood, but this... Yes, this would be traditional. Well, that, for me, and not to sound xenophobic, but it's it feels more accessible to me just because I'm yeah. more familiar with flamenco culture than, yeah. than Bollywood, so... Not that I'm, like, steeped in Spanish culture, but right. I'm a little more than yeah. Bollywood. But you so know, like, okay, the rhythms that's... are more familiar. Right, and the, the music is more yeah. familiar, so... I mean, the moves but are also Bollywood. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. The moves are, are more familiar, too. Yeah. He's so good at a body roll. I mean, I think I'm in love. <laughs> He's delightful. Oh, and they're all in love, too. And this, I just think, is such a great shot of, like... Moving through yes. with the confetti, and it feels with the little streamers coming in very much like um, uh, the scene in Sea in the Rain where they're throwing the little streamers with yeah. dancing girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the slow mo and the partying, it's all just very beautiful. And this is a lot of what the rest of the film looks like. Oh, wow. Um, from a cinematography kind of perspective. Mm. The choreographer is very much in love with the kickball change. Yes. Oh, very much. Really nice. likes the kickball change. I don't know what it is. And then they start to do some of the, like, uh, Bollywood moves, like, in the middle of the Spanish. And yeah, this is, it's a very happy point of the film. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to go watch Zindagi Namilagi Dabara, it is... Really lovely. And I yes. think, actually, this has reminded me that I'm going to watch this. Watch it for the dude. Oh, he's so <laughs> and his fucking hair. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Good hair. That I know. hair is really good. And his I mean, eyes I'm are jealous spooky. of any hair. I mean, I'm jealous of any hair. Oh. Um, his eyes are spooky, like light green. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, probably a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I love that running back. That's great. Now. Okay, Kirk. Okay, guys. Bring us back. Bring us back. Remember when we first talked about Fast Forward? The yes, movie? I do. Yes. We're going to see the finale of that. Well, recap oh, for anyone who's forgotten or hasn't listened to previous the, episodes. The dance the movie that's not about dancers, technically. Right. So, Fast Forward, <laughs> a movie about a group of kids from Sandusky, Ohio. Who are in a band. Who are in a band, but are a, six women... And two guys who dance, um, but it's a, but they're in a group, like a musical, like a they're, rock group. They're in a musical group. Yeah, we don't play instruments, lip sync, uh-huh. and uh, dance really well. Uh-huh. Decide to go to New York City to participate in a battle of the bands. A battle of the bands, not like a dance off. Not a dance off. 
Battle of <laughs> Battle the band. Of Bands. Rock Bands. Rock Bands. Yeah. So they can win a, a record contract. Right. Because they're singers yeah. and rockers. So they get to New York and things are tough because New York's hard. And they go to a nightclub. <laughs> and that's what we saw the first time. Which was, they go to a nightclub and they get right. worked by a dance gang. That was them. Of grown adults. Yes. Gro- of grown adults. That was like, where was that on the Joseph Campbell wheel of, of the hero's journey? <laughs> was that just, was like the fall. Exactly. Right? That was at the end exactly. of Act 1. So they go and get embarrassed at the club. Yeah. And that's where we stopped. Right. So what happened next is, they go back to their shitty New York apartment, which is gigantic. Because <laughs> the kids from Ohio who came to New York for a battle of the bands got an apartment. Yes, because the Battle of the Bands uh, happens later. Right. You know yeah. how you just go somewhere months in advance of the Battle of Weeks the Bands. Weeks in advance. And, and you just, you get and an apartment. You rent the place. And, and so, learn how to dance better. Because that's what happened. Yeah. They got back to the apartment. They're all sad and dejected. And the leader of it takes everyone to town. He's like, that was bullshit. <laughs> that was awful. We just oh got worked. Our moves are years old. They're tired. They're crappy. If we want to get this record contract, we need to have better moves. Right. So we can't dance like we're from Ohio. Exactly. We want to win battles. We want to win our band. Yes. We need to get awesome. So cut to montage of them learning how to street dance. Oh my god! And they learn how to street dance and quote unquote get really good. And so then they go, "Hey, we're good." Let's go back to that club oh and challenge God. that other street gang to a dance-off. So we're going to watch the rematch? We're going to watch the rematch. I'm not ready. I don't You're know ready. if I'm ready. Brace yourself. Because this is what happens in life. Oh so God. they just get into the club and they just challenged them. Who's this actor again? Michael DiLorenzo. Right. From mm-hmm. New York Undercover. Yeah. From Fame the TV Show. I yes. think from Billy Jean. He was from Fame. Or right. from Beat It. I think I called him like Richard Grieco yeah. or something like that. And then in my head it became Richard Grieco is in this movie, but it's not. And so they're serious now. So yeah, dance off. So now here's the oh, dance yeah. off. Man, why are they still dressed like chumps? Yes, because none of the dance. Because they're still the good guys from Ohio. From Sandusky, Ohio. And they're all thirty. Yes. <laughs> okay, so here's the first dance off. Also, all the audience is thirty. Yes, everyone there is like thirty to thirty-five, and usually get home for the babysitter. Baby Lila Okay, so Lyle. here's now she's learned to break dance. Uh, so she's she. so somehow she's better than him now. Because, okay, there's some tutting. I mean, it, it's okay. Wait, that person was twelve. <laughs> so I love how there's also like punks in it. The punks are like dancing's awesome. <laughs> well, there was a guy like that in Tony Basil's group. That's true. Okay, and there's the mom. Oh. So they're all, I love it because they're all confident now because like, we know how to street dance. But is this street dance? No, they're now still they're doing, just... Yes. Yeah. And so they what they do is they blend the two. It's a fusion. So now that's oh great dancing, God. but she's way off. It's, and uh, she's, you can tell she's like, I gotta get this. Contempo hip hop. Yeah. Okay, some back spinning, okay. And I don't know what these And are. they're also doing contemporary. Yeah, they're all doing contemporary. There's going to be a moment coming up, Isabel, which I think you'll appreciate, and I can't wait for it to happen. It's oh not god. yet. So now here's some here's some uh, locking. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, well this is the closest thing that we have seen to like any kind of 
contemporary. Yeah. Not contemporary. <laughs> modern, but not modern. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now we're. Really oh my god. Oh my god. It's getting. Also. It's getting heated. It's getting yeah. hot. Yeah. It's getting hot. And I like that. This is the oh. street gang. Hey, a ball change. A ball change. That's just living in the ball change. Okay, get ready, Isabel. Oh no. Just get ready. I'm not going to say anything. No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, oh my yes. god. They counted down. Why? Yeah. They did a countdown yeah. as a battle cry. Oh my god. Yes. I was hoping you'd be like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, and can you pause for a second, Paul? It's still just contemporary dance, but fast. But yes, that's all it is. But they're street dancers now. Okay. And now Remember? they're going, ah, at each other. I just love, hey, we might lose this. Five, six, six seven, seven, eight. eight. Whoa, whoa. So in the first <laughs> dance off, the street. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yeah. The street gang surprised them with nunchucks. Okay. Remember Wait. that? Yeah. Yes. So what a gang is, is a gang. Because and so what do our heroes do? Bring out the nunchucks. Nice. So here's here's the nunchucks. I thought you were gonna say they just whip out like katanas. <laughs> yeah, you know, throwing like, stars. You just, yeah. Say we beat you. Just blood. Yeah. So here's here's a nunchuck for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Michael DiLorenzo doesn't know what to do. How did you you copied us? We had nunchucks and then now you have nunchucks. Right. So he's making everyone nervous with those that. nunchucks. Yes. He's he's working those nunchucks. Working the chucks. Working the chucks. So now, but it was all kind of a, a ruse because it's going to be the final dance off between the two leaders. Ooh. Watch this kick. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Okay, so Chip now pop. the two leaders are going to have a dance off to see who really is the best dancer of New York City. Wait. And he did a bit that his, his socks stink. Oh, smelly socks. Yeah. Now watch this move. I'm going to leap over oh you. Oh my god. Because I can leap over you. I mean, very flashback. Yes, yeah, very flashback. Also, I feel like his version of doing cool dance is just his regular dance with his feet turned out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. They didn't really learn to, like, they're doing, he's doing fan kicks. Yeah. Kiss him. <laughs> that would be the best. And then, like, it's a tie. Yeah. Oh, he wants to kiss him too. Yeah. There's an un, uh, unbridled sexuality. Yeah. They love okay, each they other. They, they love similar. each other. Now, you'll watch in this final bit the, the white guy on the team is nowhere to be found. Right. <laughs> Except at the very end, he'll do a pose which you'll the, appreciate. The nunchucks guy? Nunchucks guy. Okay, watch. Wait for the nunchuck guy's pose. Oh, it's going to happen right now. <laughs> That's his pose. Yeah, that is the pose. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you've ever been in a recital like this, but there are times when your your instructor will just they get tired and they will leave like an eight count, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, on the beat, you're just gonna switch poses, and it ends up being that you only can remember three poses, <laughs> and so you've got like, okay, and they have to be something that looks like cool from the back because it's like backlit. And you're like, okay, we've got like, uh, like arm over head. And then you've got like a uh, hand on hip. And then you're like, and in a, like a crouch. And then you just start. And there's there's like five more that you have to do. And you're like, fuck, and what is even a pose? I don't, that's this. Yeah. That's where you go. Like someone's like, 
you're just doing free movement and then they go pose and you just are like ah fuck this is what I got yeah but but it may be that but that with all the confidence <laughs> in the world. I know. No, he sold it. Look he at those muscles. He sucked. He, he, he fucking sold it. He's he like, I know that the best part of my body is my fucking pit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I have the sexiest yeah. on pit ever. And it's to distract from the fact that his modern shoes look like little turds. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. I mean, it was really like, okay, I'm not in that last part of the dance, so I'm just going to fucking yeah. nail this yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to hit it. Is this how the movie ends? No. Oh. So, oh, because they still have to, was this the Battle of the Bands? No. They still this have was to win their, the Battle of the Bands. No, oh, they're their, a music group. Yeah, right. Music no, group. No, a music this group. was their victory over the street gap. Right. To prove that they were the best dancers. Right. Now it's time to... You know, the B-plot. Yeah. <laughs> so then the rest of the movie... There's only like 20 minutes more left in the movie. Okay. Uh, the girls get like accosted by street thugs. The girls beat them up. Mm-hmm. They go to jail. The parents come and go, what the hell are you doing in New York City? And they're like, we're here to get a record contract. Right. They've Later. been there for weeks. Yeah. And they still have parents yeah. who are like, where were yes. you? And then the they, parents who are probably 17, they're, judging they're from all these people. Runaways. They're, they're all a runaways. gang of runaways. And then the Battle of the Bands happens, but the evil promoter won't let them in. So the 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 gang who became friends with the widow of the owner of the company. There's a widow? Died, yeah. <laughs> who dresses up as a punk and sneaks them into the uh uh, uh concert. We just got to watch the bands. I know. It's just bad shit crazy. <laughs> this yeah. sounds great. Yeah. But it's so not it's a dance from a movie. Time that a time like up until the nineties, when any TV or movie about music just kind of assumes like the audience doesn't know they don't care. how it goes. Like when we were watching that clip of uh, Robert Gordon and Link Ray at yes. the last episode. Oh yes, and all of a sudden they have the bass player start playing the piano part. So he's playing the piano with his right hand, but he's still fretting his bass yes. with the left hand, and you're hearing the bass notes, but he's not playing the bass, and I'm like. <gasps> Because they're just like, ads on TV, it's nobody fine. will know. It's like, fine. people don't know how musicians are. Yeah. People will just be like, wow, we can do both at the same time? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Or like you watch clips of bands on TV in the 50s and 60s, and their instruments just aren't plugged in. Yeah. Right. Like, and they're like, it's, it's fine. Sh- yeah. I mean, it's, it's like Eurovision Song yes. Contest. They have to, they it's, have um, to just yeah. go but that's Yeah, that basically sums up this movie. Then again, let me remind you, Sidney Poitier directed. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, man. That. That's, forgot like, about that. yeah. that's like the weird kick <laughs> yeah. in the throat yeah. when you think that the fight is done. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Executive music producer, Quincy Jones. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Yeah. Uh, I Amazing. do have to sit and watch this. Yeah, it's, that it's was a class. so good. All right. Also, I feel like that guy's pose is called Hit the Pit. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the Pit! You do kind of just want to, like, bop him. Yeah. You do. Uh, on our last dance episode, I show you. I showed you guys a clip from the Lawrence Welk show. Ooh, oh, I yes. remember that. Yes, they danced to some soul music. Oh yes. my god, yes. And that seemed to go down a treat. And there's so many dance clips from the Lawrence Welk show that I had to show it. Yay! So we're going to watch a clip from an episode of the Lawrence Welk show titled Musical Memories, which aired on January 27th, 1968. And this does feature the same male dancer that we saw before, Bobby Burgess, who was the dancing star of Mm-hmm. I love this. But he didn't always dance with one of his women partners. Sometimes he danced with two other dudes, Arthur Duncan and Jack Immel. So we're going to watch the three of them dance. And I picked this this clip for you, Kurt, oh. because you like dance. I love dance. And you like basketball. I love basketball. 
And would you say there are situations in both of those activities where teamwork is is important? <laughs> oh it's essential to both. Okay. Well, we're going to hear a song <laughs> okay. and watch a dance that teaches that lesson. Okay. Let's watch. Yeah. Let's watch Basketball, the <laughs> oh, Lawrence no. Welk Show way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think you might enjoy seeing our own team in action. Let's go to the sports arena. The sports arena. Oh, boy. Hi, and welcome to the pregame show. Tonight, we're interviewing three players of the famous basketball That guy would get the, the car kicked out of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait till it, until you see the dance. Oh, boy. Um, but if you don't know how to play basketball, you're about to learn. Okay, great. <laughs> the team is called the Dribblers. If you want to talk about choreography, you guys. Uh, okay. Let's go now to the locker room and meet those three stars. I can't Basket, wait to Howdy, sports fans. Oh. He's, also, he's like, a whole lot of teeth. Even the yeah. spoken word, like it's all pre-recorded, so they're lip-syncing spoken word, which Are never really? looks good. It ne- always, it's so un- he does the drag queens. Also, there's something else pre-recorded, <laughs> and I didn't... I'm going to point it out to you when it happens. You'll probably notice, but it's it's a th- uh, something I realize is just a thing of the Lawrence Welk show. Do they show five, six, seven, eight? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that good. Duncan, hi, folks, and the Dribble Immo. Hi, sporties. Uh. What would you say is the most important principle in basketball? Well, I would say that one of the most important things in the game of basketball is getting the ball through the basket. Oh, yeah, that's oh. Was off. Well, what else would you consider important? Well, of course, you've got to have teamwork. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you need teamwork. There's pants. Right? No, right. I mean, the, the, the basketballs that they have also are like tiny yes. toy basketballs. <laughs> Those aren't regulation no. basketballs. Nothing here is regulation. Yes. This is like a David Lynch nightmare <laughs> world uh, basketball. That hair is over. regulation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. Don't choreograph bouncing balls because it's never going to match. Nope. <laughs> it sure isn't. Especially if they have to look at the audience. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> my PE teacher, when it was raining, once made us choreograph the dance <laughs> oh with God. basketballs. Wasn't good. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't work. Okay, so the, are they dancing to a pre-recorded? Yeah, time? That's what I was getting at. Because those are sneakers. They're fully yeah. wearing sneakers. Yeah. Now they're doing a tap dance, and you're hearing the tapping sound, and that's what made me realize all tap dancing on the Lawrence Welk show is pre-recorded sound, oh, so wow. that you can hear it. Because How it, I, it just wouldn't carry, I guess. For on TV, but but then yeah. they have these weird scenarios where they're tap dancing in basketball. I never watched the Lawrence Welk show, but knowing that just makes me sad. It's it's this bizarre world where everything's just sort of off. Also, look how tiny the court is. But, but they're in the locker room, but it's a court. Yeah, and right. there are baskets on either With side the of, the, of the set. It's just the Lawrence Welk show is just insane. Yeah. It's all like this. Yeah. Now that you pointed out how lynchian it is, I can't unsee that. Yeah. Oh, this so It's just fake tap dancing oh sounds. 
And it's not that they're bad dancers. No, I mean, this is hard to do, and I'm sure they're like, you fucking, I gotta, are you gonna make him do a dance piece with a ball? It's hard! That's really difficult. And it wasn't like their feet weren't going in the tap. Yeah. And it's also like Saturday Night Live, like, they had to put on a whole new show every week. Yeah. Like, they had to come up with ideas and execute it. Oh, yeah, that actually... Oh, the little teeny tiny dunks? Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, no, they're... they're... Elio! Oh, that was awesome. But the baskets are five feet away. Yeah. Oh, my God. But they're still tapping and, like, taking these shots. Well, you know what's crazy is that this uh, is what Space Jam is based on. (laughs) I mean, this is exactly LeBron's reboot of... I stole that from you, Paul, because you made a Space Jam joke on Twitter. I did. To Eileen. Oh, perfect. Oh, my God. It also helps to be ten feet tall, too. But, like, as bad as that is, you know it was delightful for the audience who watches this show. That was so lovely. Oh, yeah. You know that someone driving home, the dad was like, uh, <laughs> I bet I can do that, honey. Where's the basketball? <laughs> like I said, they they probably still air it on PBS. But when I in the two thousands, when I was living in Providence with my roommate Amelia, we would watch this on Sundays because they would just show the reruns forever. Yeah, I mean, this hassle had to have been one of like, hey, basketball's becoming a big thing. <laughs> we let's do a basketball dance. Will yeah. Chamberlain's in the league. Can we, right. can we get in on that? Can we, we need to get in on that because that's really that's a that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I mean, same thing with I think this this whole soul music thing. Is yeah. Like exactly. Now. This is exactly. this is we should we should get on. This that. is this is the Lawrence Welk show, like keeping its finger on the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Right. Oh, man. Uh, so that was for you, Kirk. That was delightful. I've learned so much about basketball. Yeah. Okay, uh, introduce this next clip, ooh, please. Ooh, 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 Okay, so... <laughs> five, six, seven, five, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Um, so, Kirk, this will be uh, notable for you in one point, and Paul for you on another point. Ooh, it's a melody. So, um, I know that we've talked before on the show very briefly about uh, Tabitha and Napoleon, who are Nappy a, a choreography uh, duo... <sighs> I don't recall those It was names. a very brief uh, convo uh, within another conversation. Oh, so we didn't watch a clip. No, 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 no. no, okay. no. I have referenced them one time on the show. Yes. Um, yeah, Nappy Tabs, Tab and Napoleon. Mm-hmm. They're a couple. Mm-hmm. They are great. Their whole specialty is lyrical hip hop, mm-hmm. which is in some cases just as lame as it sounds. <laughs> but they are See, great. I'm picturing what we great. just watched from Flash Forward. <laughs> oh. As the lyrical hip hop. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's Amazing. Yeah. Um, but so is that. So really, who's winning? Um, <laughs> this is from several years ago, because this is from So You Think You Can Dance. Wonderful And show. the reason that, Paul, this is relevant to you, uh-huh. is that uh, it features uh, the winner of the season, spoilers, mm-hmm. is now the lead actress in CW's Roswell, New Mexico, mm-hmm. which... Uh, keen listeners of anything I've ever talked about might know that I worked on yep. in the pilot. So I know Janine. She's super cool. 
And I had to really not fangirl out when I met her. Because you knew her from Because so I knew her from So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, this yeah. is the first season of that show I ever watched. And it's a great season. Yeah. And she is so charming. But also in this, she is a baby. Which is wild. <laughs> yeah, and this also, aired 10 years ago this summer. So nappy tabs are also babies in this clip. What season is this? Five. Five? Oh my god. Yeah. 2009. Okay. And oh Kat my also looks super crazy young. Yeah. But yeah, so Nappy Tabs, this is where you see a lot of the music, like a lot of the moves that are just like canon for them now, where you can tell if they don't know what to put in something, mm-hmm. then they'll do the, like, well, I'll point them out of the ones that are just, they're in everything. Yeah. Um, and this is also not Janine's specialty, which you can also kind of see in this, but this is also, it's just one of my favorite <laughs> performances. Uh, yeah. I, I love this I so much. Wait. Let's start with Janine and Philip. So we have a little intro on it. Uh, and learning it. Oh yeah, her. She's on Roswell? She's yeah, the lead. She's the lead. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> there are a lot of I didn't know that. Oh my god. I still remember Randy from that scene. She was yeah. she was yeah. my favorite. Already, oh my god! Oh, so this is like her little bio yeah. section that she gets. Oh, Philip. Okay. Yep. Oh my god. This was not ten years ago. Yeah, I just remember because I started watching it right after I got laid off from the job. And, this was two thousand nine, and my friends were like explaining the show to me. Oh all the catchphrases and the thing is that scarf. That's very two thousand nine. Oh my god. <laughs> So yeah, look how oh base, look how God, young yeah. they are. I totally know this uh, number. I know. Because yeah, this is the part where they explain yeah. how they choreographed it, why, what it's about. And you watch the dancers struggle to make you think maybe they won't be yes. good at yeah. it. Yeah, actually, it's always like, they oh, this it already. Right, yeah. They, uh, Nabitabs doesn't do as much anymore. No, they don't. They moved on to do their own thing. Something else, another clip that I love from a couple years later on this was Travis Wall. Yeah. Who competed on it and then became a choreographer for it. And he choreographed on on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. He he still does stuff for Sydney. Yeah. He's great. He's incredible. Yeah. She's, I can't get over how young she looks in this. That's because, crazy. oh, by the way, just for anyone watching, uh, Roswell, New Mexico is on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, also, I, it's to a Neo song! I remember that. Okay, so this is obviously 2000. Yeah. <laughs> I totally remember this. You have yeah. the, the lyrical part with the say, acting. Lyrical yeah, that's lyrical what it looks like. There's yeah. a little more emoting in there. Yeah. And the kind of almost sign language parts and yes. then the acting parts. Yes. And there's also like literal interpretations. Yes. Yeah. But for, I mean, it was, you'd never really seen this before. I know. It happened. That's like, why oh, Nappy Tabs yeah. were just. This is something that is very them. Of the kind of um, quick changes in speed with the connecting pair yeah. mm-hmm. kind of locking through each other. Right. Um, and also, some of these things have just become so canon in hip hop that yeah. you forget that it's from them. Oh, and she did the best list. Oh my god. Oh, 
So Neo. like, I know. Oh, Neo. This, this is one of their big things of doing the like reverse, like the kind of ripple up and down mm-hmm. of popping that oh, someone else helps God. you with, and yeah. then them getting into bed and Spooning. getting under the covers. Oh. Oh. It's all very. Oh my God. It's all very precise, but also they always have such a cutesy edge to their stuff. Yes. There's another one of theirs, which was Melanie and Marco from season eight, which is one of my favorite routines. And I almost sent it to you for this, Mm -hmm. but I actually, it makes me so giddy still in such a weird place in my heart that I knew that I wouldn't be able to keep my shit together if we watched it. (laughs) Because it makes me, there's a kiss in it that's like a surprise kiss and it's, it actually still just makes my teenage soul go like I'm begging you to put it for dance five. It's probably there's probably gonna be I'm another so you think you can dance Begging you to put that for dance five. Yeah. I need to see you giddy at it. <laughs> I'm glad you to. picked this one though because mm-hmm. I remember Janine from the watching this ten mm-hmm. years ago, but I haven't seen anything from it in ten years. But I've been watching a little bit of Roswell since yeah. you watched so I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, that's so funny." She's so good on Roswell. Too. Yeah, that's and great. they actually have featured her dancing, dancing a on couple Roswell. times. Oh, nothing like they this. Better, but like little dance sequences yeah. because they're like we in the diner. We fucking cast Janine Mason. Yeah. Like, yeah. how are we not going to? We have need dance? to put that in. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. All right, Kirk. Uh, yes. Set up your last my last here. video. Okay, this is uh, the type of stuff I watch when I go down a YouTube wormhole. <laughs> of just like I'm gonna watch uh, dance schools dance to songs that I love okay Ooh. and it's just like there's all these fucking YouTube videos of just these dance schools like yeah we're gonna do a dance routine mm-hmm. we're gonna do it in our studio we're gonna throw it up on our channel I am obsessed oh with those God. videos yeah. I constantly watch that yeah and I don't follow any of them it's just like you might like this I will like this and I yeah. person goes <laughs> So, Anything from the Millennium Dance Studio. I'm oh my like, God, fuck I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to love it. I think that's how I first started liking this, was mm-hmm. watching that. And a then lot I, of the ones I've seen are are for more like contemporary hits, though. And mm-hmm. this is for an old song from one of my favorite bands. Oh, good. Because we're going to bring up. And this is the first time we brought up this band. This is... Uh, is it? Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. Uh, this is um, Zap. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to make you dance. I love Zap. And this is... Uh, from a uh, primarily Asian dance center, and they do nothing but uh, popping, ticking, body waving, yeah. everything. But it's I'm a new s- clip. I'm it's so a new excited. clip, and they just do it to an old song. Yeah, and it's fucking awesome. I'm so excited to see a new dance studio that I haven't watched yet. Yeah, now I'm gonna go. To it's ca- I think they're called uh, Gold Moon, if I'm not mistaken. And it zaps. <laughs> yes. <gasps> Nobody <gasps> sounds like Zap. No. No, I love Zach. Yeah. These, oh these, these kids are sick. And it just keeps getting crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all just popping. They're all just, um, which is really big in the, uh, particularly in the Japanese community. Like, yeah. They're really have like, they're the masters of it. They have really just taken the popping and embraced it. They <coughs> made it their own. They need a season of Terrace House that's just all popping. Yeah. And because there are five of them, it gives me like boy band energy. Yes. 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 Also, I want her like shell suit jacket. The oh, tan right and over blue. here. Yeah. 
Um, yes. Oh my god. That's so funny because I want the guy in the middle's jacket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think he's the choreographer because he has a he has a, a spot up by himself. There's something in his vibe that is very eye choreographed. Yes, this is me. Even though he's in the middle, you're still like, yeah, this is mine. Yeah. But also because like I love their fashion because it's almost normcore. Like they're just yeah. wearing yeah. windbreakers and stuff. Yeah. But they've color coordinated where it's like this tan and navy. Yeah. Um, Plus, you know, those windbreakers probably cost like $500. Yeah, well, yeah. that too. Or that the t-shirts they're wearing are like plain, but they're from Joy Rich, so they randomly cost $1,000. And that was him just freestyling. Uh, so then what they do with these videos is they go, okay, let's get the second yes, group in. I love it. And it's like, a, it's like the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the, uh, the students. Yeah, the students. Yeah. And so they're going to do the, basically the choreography for them. And it's Man, great. when did cargo pants come back? Because I saw a bunch of them today when I was in Zara trying to buy just regular, like, pants. Oh, really? And all these kids are wearing fucking cargo pants because Normcore is back. Yeah. But it's like, it's like late 90s, early 2000s Normcore. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. They're so tight. Also, the fact that none of these kids know who the fuck this no, is. No, they have no concept of Zap. How do you know Zap didn't cross over? Because Maybe Zap was huge in Japan. These kids are 15 if they're this this is, Maybe Zap are legends in Japan. I wish they were. <laughs> we're going to talk about Zap because... Uh, the story of Zap is fascinating. We didn't talk about Zap in like our funk nope. episode. Or I oh, couldn't man. put him in. I, I had to put other ones in. Yeah. So I never got around to putting them in. And so this is the first time. But I'm, I have a I have them on deck for something. You know what I like about this is that so like this is like the students. Yes. And there's a lot of things in like the U.S. studios where. Or actually, mostly Millennium Studio, where the kids are trying so hard to get noticed that they're pulling these crazy faces to pull focus. Oh, yeah, I've seen that a lot. Whereas these kids are also, like, needing to get it because popping is so precise yeah, yeah. that they're all having to, like, there's no, like, I'm going to have my own flair on this. Yeah. Like, no, then you've done it wrong. Yeah. You can't put your own They are robots. Job. They, they are dance up. workers. Yes. They have- <laughs> dance workers. <laughs> Follow us. <laughs> Oh we God. obey the dance. Call back to our mini Dude, episode Rabbit last Mark. week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, last week. Remember last yeah. week? Yeah. That's crazy. Remember, that was wild. remember Rabbit Warren? Remember, remember <laughs> oh, Rabbit, Rabbit, Rabbit Warren? Yeah. yeah. That's great. Oh, we started rehearsing in the past week. We've got our band, Rabbit Warren. <laughs> We're sounding good. Yeah. yeah. Sounding good. Okay. I apologize. I know I talk about Tony Basil every time we do a dance episode. Why did you ever never. apologize for Tony never, Basil? Never a bad thing. But I want to talk about her again. I mean, not even talk about her, but just to show a fucking yeah. clip. So this clip is from a TV special that was the NBC Saturday Morning Preview Review. What even is that? This is what that was. So, okay, I don't know if in the UK Saturday Morning Cartoons is a thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Kat Dealey presented a show called SMTV Live. Uh, with two other guys, Ant and Deck, who didn't make, who didn't cross over to the US. Okay. And they're both Geordies and cats from Birmingham. Um, and yeah, they were like, they did the sketches in between the cartoons. Oh, I got you. There you yeah. go. So, I love Kat at, at the beginning of the fall TV season every year, the networks would, I think even for regular TV shows, mm-hmm. have like a special yeah. to introduce what the new shows were going to be. Mm-hmm. And Saturday morning, the Saturday morning blocks would get, like, their own special to be like, hey, kids, here are the new Saturday morning cartoons. This That's week. cool. So that's what this is 
from 1975. Oh my okay. god. So it's the Saturday morning preview hosted by Sigmund from Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Oh, fuck and, yeah. uh, and Johnny, uh, the kid from Family uh, Family Affair who was Johnny on that Utah. show. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, can't remember Johnny's his name. Johnny's and then some other stars. Yeah. And the hosts, the, the other hosts were The Lockers. Oh, so the lockers like fucking hosted it. So Tony Basil and Rerun and Shabadoo. So this is just the dance they did to close the the special. This is gonna be so it's like fully four minutes of just the lockers going off on this kid show. So like their costumes were always wild, but they're like extra. um, It's just extra. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So this is the lockers on the Saturday morning. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's Shabadoo. There's Tony. There's Tony. Wow. Get that kid off the stage. Someone move this puppet. Kids, don't try this at home. You'll break your bags. Also, that puppet clapping is yeah. a lot. Sigmund, yeah. He keeps saying Sigmund like I know it is. <laughs> he was he, he Sigmund, Sigmund, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. monsters. It was a 70s uh, Saturday morning show. Oh, yeah. We don't have time to explain Sigmund and Craft right now. It's just a big 70s drug trip that I actually witnessed. It's crazy because the lockers um, did a lot in the 70s. Like, they got paid. Yeah. They were uh, guest spotted on so many shows. Yeah, there's lots of clips of them doing different yeah. TV specials and stuff. But... And his hat is still on. Amazing. Also, these kids are not as excited as they should be. They really about... should be. It's kind of embarrassing that they're it's not like... It's probably like Take 11. They've been there all day. True. They're tired. Yeah. It's like that video that surfaced of the chick who played Liana Mormont doing that breakdancing thing and all the other kids in the room were yeah. like, uh. And I'm like, she spun on her shoulders, you ingrate. <laughs> There's, uh, I think that's Shabadoo right there. With the pink pants yeah. or the green pants? The pink. That's Shabadoo with the yeah. pink. Okay. Which is crazy because you're like, nine years later, he could break it. Yeah. That's insane. That's so wild. Oh my god, this just hurts my body yeah. to watch. I just love that even while they're sitting in the back, they're still like... Yeah, that was their thing. They're in sync. Yeah. Oh, here's Tony. Here's Tony. Oh, my God. Go off, Tony. I like how they... The, you hear the, their names. Yeah. They're like, Tony! Oh, my God. She's so cool. <laughs> yeah. She's fly, too. Yeah. Man, whenever guys do jumps like that, I just remember that season of Saving so Union Dance where the guy ripped his Achilles tendon doing oh, that. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know. Out of the competition. I don't know how that doesn't happen every time. I know. Like, every time. Yeah. <gasps> also, this is like the mid '70s when they're like stretching. <laughs> they just stretch. Oh my god, I know. We'll just do cocaine. We just need a cigarette. It's rerun. Yeah. Well, I'm free. Yet. Free. Mr. Penguin was his name before he was on What's Happening. Yeah, before this is before What's Happening. So very. Oh man, his costume is somehow the coolest. With the striped shirt? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
Wow, it's hurting oh my, my knees. God, I know. It's just the most like seventies kids yeah. kids TV. Yeah, there's nothing more seventies than yeah. that. But also like very proto yo gaba gaba. Yeah, definitely. Also, kids had longer attention spans then. This yeah. is a long yeah. sequence. Yeah. Boom. Oh, this is so great. Oh. They're the coolest. They're the coolest. I mean, and they're not wearing knee pads, I don't think. Oh, my God. It doesn't look like... And, like, the, those those clothes don't look comfortable. Either. No. Uh, I... Yeah. 70s were great. Yeah. Um... Uh, we have one clip left. Yeah. This is Isabel's last clip. You guys. Okay. I don't know if either of you watched the miracle that came to Netflix that is called Homecoming. I did oh, not. It is I did the not. Documentary about Beyonce's Coachella performance. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was thinking of the homecoming from Amazon, which was a whole different thing. That was fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. I liked the podcast. I liked the show. Right. It was fine. But it didn't have Beyonce. It did not have Beyonce. Right. And this and the whole thing is crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, it's exhausting. You watch it cuts back and forth between you'll see it cut from yellow outfits to pink outfits and back mm-hmm. because that was each night. Yeah. Um, and there are times when it will play through a sequence and just jump in the middle to the next night. And it is like someone has digitally changed the costumes because they are so everywhere they need to be. No one has moved an inch. Huh. They are so So it's together. like a seamless edit. It is crazy wow. how, but it also goes through the whole rehearsal process and the fact that she just given birth to twins. Mm-hmm. So she started the process at around 200 pounds. And had to get down to show weight, which for her is probably, I would say, in the 130s mm-hmm. with just the sheer amount of muscle that she has. And she's tall-ish. Um, so it's not like ballerina, like 105, yeah. but like she had to lose like 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. And it also, there is an amazing number of dancers here because the, this is all a tribute to um, HBCU culture, particularly step teams and oh. and um band like the kind of marching bands that have the <clears throat> massive routines right uh but there's also she hired a lot of like up-and-coming dancers as well as her usual types and the the it was like god i hope i get it kind of deal mm-hmm. with the auditions oh my god the whole thing is so fucking cool this is one tiny part mm-hmm. from the skits they do in the middle of sorry which is from Lemonade. This is my favorite track on Lemonade. Yes. Yeah. Um, but this is from the sort of like dance break where she's introducing the bugaboos and they all get to do their own thing. And then they start to kind of cannon out mm-hmm. with Beyonce and her female dancers. Uh, and I can't, I can't say any more than that. It is just so fucking cool. Just to be clear, when you say the bugaboos, you're not talking about the 70s Saturday morning that's show. That's literally, after that's what I thought she was talking you know, about. No joke, that's what the bugaboos. Know, when, I, when I start talking about a 70s morning show... From the US. Yeah. I will tell you. <laughs> okay. um, no, this is just the name of her, the, the guy dancers in this one section. Because um, they all have little names. Also, she's wearing so much hair. <laughs> what do you mean wearing hair? Isn't that her hair? 
I like her boots. I know. You. <laughs> Make me laugh. Oh yeah, the, the weird like hazing ritual. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is like their own fraternity. Right. Oh, they did it. They made her laugh. They made her stage laugh. Oh, no. Faking. As a step routine. Wow. Oh, uh, now we're getting into Now we're step. getting yeah. into step. Uh, it's like the, the, the march band yes. version of Sorry. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, and she has a Yeah, oh wow. (laughs) Honestly, all of this is such a love letter to HBCU culture, and it's amazing. Oh my god. And those aren't pre recorded tapping sounds, they are fucking stomping. Yeah. (sighs) That was insane. That was cool. Honestly, it gives me full body chills when they start stomping and like they they first get their arms out and then yeah. tilt into the plane and yeah. I'm like ah, it's happening <laughs> it's a thing Beyonce's oh, doing it the whole the whole documentary is like exhausting because the whole time I'm just like ah. <laughs> yeah oh thank Amazing. you for that that was great that's a good way to end on yeah that was our last clip thanks for being on the show I'm so happy to be on the show thanks for having me we guys. love having you come and talk oh. about dance can't wait for dance five oh. dance Five, dance, five. In, in six to nine months, <laughs> it's generally when we do these. Just, not to spoil it, but because it's five, it's yeah. going to be all clips from the band five. Ooh. You know, the one where they spelled it, the digit five. I-V. Oh, that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they got a real sad story in Wikipedia. Oh, boy. So is it really going to be that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it actually might be. We'll oh, see. Okay. We'll see. Oh boy! Um, I mean, you look—you get to pick whatever clips you that's want. That's right. The first, um, like hip hop dance I ever learned was to a five song yeah. when I was eleven years old. So. <laughs> Is there video of that? I wish. Ooh, oh, bring back. I, okay, my parents didn't come to my shows. Do you really think they videoed them? <laughs> wow. Fair no, enough. but maybe another parent did, and now it's on YouTube. Yes, <sighs> I hope. <laughs> we can only wish. Um, well, 
look for it and then maybe we'll have it I'll see what I can do but that's it for this episode of Music Raygun thanks for listening Music Raygun is hosted by me Paul Champanelli and me Kirk Pinchon thanks to our special guest Isabel Nelson yay our theme music is by Bagweed our credits music is Raygun by Bad Bad Not Good and Ghostface Killa if you like Music Raygun and you know someone else who might like it please tell them about us because word of mouth is the best way to share the show until next time see ya yeah.